Hello, people, and welcome to Nerd Talk. With me today is my co-host, Joe. Hi. <laughs> Who is as very enthused. Anyways, we thought today would be a good time to talk about the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, since we just saw Age of Ultron, which we'll get into towards the end of the podcast, so that way we can uh, go into spoilers, but we won't be talking about anything spoilery until the end. So yeah, next up is Civil War, which eh, I'm excited for, but at the same time not too excited for, because of the fact that like they've already confirmed every character, there's no like Daredevil or Luke Cage or Scarlet Witch or nothing like that, at least I don't think Scarlet Witch was confirmed. And they went on to tell you that there's going to be an Avengers after, so you know X amount of characters are still going to be alive, otherwise they couldn't do Avengers. Yeah, that's the problem, like, I'm still excited for Civil War, but... It, like, everyone's speculating about how they're actually going to do Civil War since there's no secret identity. Everyone has, like, their identity is known by everyone, or at least the U.S. government, which is all that it needs to be known by. Not Ant-Man. True, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We'll see in the movie. will come Maybe out. Maybe Captain America will take a stand for one hero. Yeah, Ant-Man and Spider-Man are the only two with secret identities. <laughs> or at the end of Ant-Man 1, he'd come out and say, I am Ant-Man. That's it's like true. Iron Man. He could do it. <laughs> Yeah, I have a feeling they won't do that. <laughs> but the most popular theory right now is that they're just going to go out and be like, everyone needs to answer to someone. Yeah. But they could also try to, what, what Iron Man, he repeated the Iron, uh, yeah, Ultron project twice. He tried two attempts at it, so what if he tried taking another attempt, and that's what divides them. Maybe. I think that might actually work. Maybe. I don't know. Like... <laughs> There's, uh, they well, really because it already back... caused them to fight once. The second time, if he tries to do it, Captain America would not stand for that. Yeah, that's the thing. They could start Civil War if they brought the Netflix characters because no one knows who Daredevil is. I don't know what they're going to do with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones because, you know, Luke Cage doesn't wear a mask. Yeah. But Jessica Jones does. Well, neither does Superman, but they make it True, work. True, but... <laughs> Anyways... So you could have Daredevil, Ant-Man, Jessica Jones, and Spider-Man. That's four characters with secret identities. And then they that could, could make Civil War work. A few. I, I don't know who they'd introduce, but they could introduce somebody. Yeah. Which, like, they could do the... But the problem is, they haven't even announced all those people in Civil War just started shooting. Yeah. So, also, Spider-Man... If this is Spider-Man's debut, how do you think they're going to use them? How are they going to use them? How do you think they're going to use them, and how would you want them to use them? Because Marvel does not like to do what you want. <laughs> I would like them to use him as the... Develop, like, him to develop the tension between the two sides. Like, he really looks up to Captain America, but Iron Man makes the argument, like, with great power comes great responsibility, so he's got to, you know, choose Iron Man's side, even though he really respects Captain America. How they're going to use him... <laughs> And so they'll probably just throw him in there as another person on Iron Man's side who's... They're probably not going to use him that significantly. Because they don't have a tendency to develop characters very well in the first movie. Especially if you have all those other plots going on. Yeah, so you want them to use him like in the comic. Don't you know better? Marvel won't do that. <laughs> well, I said that's how I want them. Not how I thought they'd use them. But, well, the thing is, like, he's going to have to have an insignificant role since they haven't even announced the actor yet and they just started shooting. Yeah, that's an issue, but... 
Like, I still feel like that's the best way to develop strong tension between the two sides. Show it in a character that everybody knows and loves. That would be perfect. The problem is, it's only one movie, so say, if they follow the comic beginning, he's with Iron Man, and then he switches over to Captain America later on, it's gonna be within the span of, like, two hours. They'll be like, he's really flip-floppy. Because I, I hate how Civil War is only one movie. It should have been at least two, because it's such a huge event. But instead, they're like, you know, one movie, two hours, there you go. <laughs> Which sucks. Maybe they'll pull Lord of the Rings and make it three hours. Yeah, they'll probably make it closer to three. Otherwise, it won't be long enough. I, I hope I, I hope they make it three hours. That'd be so much better. Because Civil War is so huge. you got so many different things going on. Like, the character... I don't even remember what characters are confirmed. I know Hawkeye is confirmed. Black Widow is confirmed. Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther. Uh, Spider... Not Spider-Man. <laughs> Iron Man. Captain America. Let's see. Hulk wasn't. Thor wasn't. Which are probably going to neglect those two, because they're two powerful wild cards. Whoever gets one of those, it's over. Yeah. But, well, like, in the comic, Thor didn't even want to be a part of either, but he still beat up uh, Iron Man, because Iron Man made that cyborg Which version of him. Which you're not going to do that. He's I not love gonna... Ragnarok, though. He's not going to make a cyborg. If he made a cyborg Thor, and then Thor came out of nowhere and beat the crap out of Iron He's... Man for doing that, that'd be awesome. Don't they have a... The third Thor movie, what's that going to be? Ragnarok. Is, is that before Captain America 3, though? That's after, I think. So, uh-huh. who knows? Maybe it They'll could probably be. just use that to explain Thor's absence. Yeah, probably. Or they could just be like, hey, I don't want to be a part of it, and that's it. Yeah, and then they'll have Hulk. He's in, like, Hawaii or Alaska, yeah. wherever he went to. Yeah, wherever Hulk wants to go. And, yeah, that's the problem. There's not very many characters in this. It's like, it seems like there's more characters in Age of Ultron. It, it feels like it's going to be one of those street skirmishes. You have like five people running yeah. there, five people clashing in the streets. Civil War. <laughs> so that's big. I, I hope they can do it justice, but we'll see. I doubt it. <laughs> well, I, then after that, you got Infinity War. Part Which one they two. could use Civil War as the way Thanos gets one of the gems. The yeah. Like I mean, since we said no spoilers, we might not want to say more than that, but... No, they, we won't go any any spoilers till the end. Yeah. But they could just use Civil War as a way Thanos starts getting gems. Yeah. I... They really introduced Thanos way too early in the MCU. It should have been Guardians when they introduced <laughs> they him. They introduced him with a smile. Yeah, and like, it was way too early. Should have waited until Guardians, because we've been waiting for Thanos forever. At least that's how it feels since they introduced him so and he early. Feels like the one menace and villain. Like he's not cracking jokes. Yeah. Well, we don't know yet. Wait <laughs> that's till the what movie we thought about out. Ultron too. <laughs> yeah, but that that changed. <sighs> but with Civil War, I think the first movie will be about him like tearing apart all the different heroes to In get the, the gem. War? Yeah, Infinity War. I think the first part will be about him tearing apart all the different heroes to get each of the gems, and then the the second one will be all the heroes uniting against him to try to stop him. How do you think they're going to take him down? I don't know, because in the comics, they have... It's stolen from him by Nebula. They could pull that again while he... But I don't see how they're going to do that and make it... Nebula sucked (laughs) in Guardians. I hated Nebula. Not Nebula. Yeah, his daughter. The purple one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's Nebula, yeah. But Uh, she stole it from him. 
And which he sucked in the comics, too, but Randall's <laughs> had his guard down because he was given one of his lectures sure, <laughs> that like, villains love to give. Like Magneto in Days of Future Past couldn't kill my, uh, Mystique five times over, but instead I have to give his stupid little speech every time. But what's a villain without a speech? Zod. All well, Zod recognize that. Zod gave that one speech right before he started punching the crap out of Superman. That was like the only speech he gave. Well, and uh, that, what's it called? Feyora gave a like speech. two lines. Uh, it was an awesome speech, too. <laughs> My soul, that is what you have taken from me. <laughs> that wasn't like, a speech. That's, that's the, the, a line. true. But it was, no, there was like a little speech. <laughs> the thing is, the Kryptonians didn't let the speeches like affect what happened. Yeah. And like everyone else was like they're giving a speech and then they got taken down like Magneto did. I think what they'll really do with Thanos is they might have another dance-off. He'll get yeah, Star-Lord's just like, dance-off, bro. Because he's going to have to take on Guardians to get that Infinity Gem. He's going to have to take on Avengers to get an Infinity Gem. He's going to have to go to Asgard to get an Infinity Gem. So he's going to have to appear in a lot of different movies taking gems. Thanos the movie, they could just make that. It's a road trip movie with Thanos just going across the galaxy or, getting every single one. Or they one. could have cameos. He's like a, like a thief. He just sneaks in and steals Or the it gems. turns out Stan Lee has been working for him the whole time. Stan Lee steals the gems. That'd be perfect. Yeah. But we'll see what I happens. have no clue how they're going to beat him, though. They can barely take on people with one gem. They couldn't even take on, um, what is his name? Guardians couldn't take on Ronan. Yeah, without a gem. But the Guardians are worse than the Avengers, power-wise, clearly. But still, without a gem, he couldn't do it. Even though Drax in the comics punches straight through, like, Thanos' heart. When this couldn't even take down Ronan without an Infinity Gem. And then Hulk... I think that it may be, I, I don't know, Hulk versus him or something. They might just have it to where you see the struggle and somehow... I, I'm trying to think, like, he <laughs> might lose it? the Infinity Gauntlet. That's the only way they could beat him. Yes. Because in the comics, the only reason why they beat him is because he shuts off all but one of the gyms because he wants to make the fight more interesting. Maybe he'll do that in this. Maybe they'll introduce the Beyonders and Secret Wars will happen. and <laughs> Like mid-turn, uh, Secret Wars will just burst open. Maybe Ultron Protocol comes back. <laughs> well, I think that would be a cool way to develop Civil War. Yeah. Just, like, I don't I just, know how Marvel's going to do I just do can't it. see the transition from Civil War to Infinity Wars. Is they're going to not have very many heroes left over to use? No, because they're all just going to come straight back. It'll be like uh, like Iron Man 3. You thought, well, Iron Man's done with because he destroyed all the suits. Nope, he's back. Yeah, they didn't even explain that one. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> Like, but no. I guess some things it's better not to Iron Man three, nope. Wish I would done that with Iron Man two. Like Iron Man two, no, that never happened. But yeah. sadly, it did. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could have been worse. Could have been much worse. Age of Ultron wasn't too bad. Iron no. Man two is their worst movie by far. Yeah, it was the Green Lantern of Marvel movies. But they've only had one so far. The rest have been about the same. Pretty much, That's the yeah. sad thing. They've been the same. Yeah. Um, well, like, yeah. <laughs> I want to know how they're going to do it, though, because Winter Soldier took a completely different style than the other movies. Yeah, it was much different tone. 
So throwing in these heroes, it's going to seem kind of weird with them in it, too. Yeah, because if they do, it, it is the Russo brothers who are doing it. So I hope they keep the same tone as Winter Soldier. Especially with the way the fight scenes were in Winter Soldier. How yeah, are they, they going to... They were awesome. I they love... can't carry those out with Iron Man and people like that, though. They could. They they just change it up a bit. They could still do the Bourne-style fights. I love the Bourne-style fights. They're so good. I think Marvel has to end after Infinity War. They're not going to have anything left to use unless people want to continue to watch Scarlet Witch. And <laughs> <laughs> They could still um, do it. They'll just... That's the thing. They'll, they'll have a lot of people there at the end of their contracts that don't care about coming back, but, also the, but they can get a ton of new people. So Marvel's still going to keep going after that. DC will just be hitting its prime and everything. <laughs> but, no, I, I don't think they're going to be able to keep going and keep audiences coming because why does everybody come to see the movies? Well, the Avengers ones, it's mainly because of Tony Stark and all the team-up. Yeah, but they could just redo that. They could make a... Well, I mean, not reboot. But they could literally just take another character. So you look at Guardians, it was like a talking tree and talking raccoon. Everyone absolutely loved it, and that's brand new. So they could do the same thing. Just bring in another character, get someone that's good with making those types of movies, and they got it done. But they won't have an Avengers anymore, so what are they going to do It'll be the new Avengers. It'll be like, um... What's it called? The Avengers of Volume 1. Which is sort of like what they what they just did in that it was their it was the Avengers from the MCU pretty much it was all those characters and then Captain America and Iron Man were like hey we need to expand because we're not gonna make it like this and so they do expand and they get a ton of other Avengers and that's what happens <laughs> that that's literally what happens they just get a ton of Avengers they have their version of Superman on the team they have a ton I of see people. it to the point where they eventually just stop because and reboot because. Disney and Marvel, they love to reboot and restart. Well, the, well, I don't think they're going to reboot because of the fact that they are just getting now getting Spider-Man. And so Spider-Man will be good well into, like, 2020. I think, yeah, they can carry Spider-Man with the Avengers, but they need somebody else to help bring in audiences. Thor. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is, like, the one guy at Marvel that is happy with his contract. But is he gonna carry out past the Infinity Wars? Because that's still a long if, time. If Marvel wants him back, he will. He loves being with Marvel. One of, like, the few people that does, Chris Evans wants out. Robert Downey Jr. sort of does, but if you throw more money at his face, he'll be fine with coming back. <laughs> then, I don't know about Scarlett Johansson. I think she's fine with it. I know Jeremy Renner's happy with it. So, let's see. We'll have Spider-Man, Thor, Black Widow, Iron Man... Possibly Iron Man. Possibly Iron Man, so let's negate him. <laughs> Spider-Man, Hawkeye. Black Widow, Hawkeye, Thor. So they'll still have like three members of the originals. Plus you got like, you know, the new Avengers and everything. And what other characters what, they introduce them to. What storylines are they going to use, though, after that? You got to tell them they could do Secret Wars if they wanted to. They could just look at Jonathan Hickman's Avengers, which is what's currently going on at Marvel. Which they might, because that's... um. What's it called? Those are ones that don't really use characters that are outside of Disney, except for like Wolverine and stuff. Hmm. They're mainly characters that are in the MCU because, as we know, Disney absolutely hates Fox with everything. That's why they're gonna. That's why like the Fantastic Four aren't gonna have a book anymore because they absolutely hate Fox. 
Yeah, that was so nice of them. That's going to hurt the movie sales. It's all right. so stupid. It's the opposite. It's always people see the movie and then go read the comics. It's not like someone just picked up the current run of Fantastic Four. It's like, okay, I need to go see the movie now. No one does that. Everyone does that. Like, what universe <laughs> have you been living in? Apparently not the right one. In Disney's universe. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Is that? Who like picked up the current run of Fantastic Four? Like, you know what? If it weren't for this book, I would not be seeing Fantastic Four. That just no makes one. Disney look like jerks, though. Disney's so stupid. Well, in that sense, every other sense, they're, they've been pretty smart, making so much money. <laughs> yeah, if it, what is it? Don't fix it if it's not broken. Yeah, Marvel's taking that to heart. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, um, we get a good Star Wars Marvel crossover yeah. in the future. That'd be cool. So what do you think is going to happen with Doctor Strange, um, Miss Marvel, the Inhumans? Because they're developing all of them, but they're developing them too late for Civil War. Do you That's think the they'll problem. introduce them in Civil War and then have them have solo movies? Or do you think they're going to... They're going to introduce them in their solo movies. Doctor Strange, definitely not. Miss Marvel, possibly, but probably not. Because you got to think they're taking down like all their big hitters. Yeah. And Miss Marvel's one of the bigger hitters. She's, she's like on Iron Man's level, I guess. Maybe like a little bit above power wise, but I don't think Miss Marvel is like the only one that I could see being introduced in Civil War. Everyone else, I don't think so. Problem is like all the Netflix people are perfect to introduce in Civil War. Well, not introduce, but just throw them into the movies. Finally, yeah, they'd be perfect for it because they have secret identities, and that's what you need. But instead, it's gonna be like, who do you answer to? At least that's what it seems like. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's just. But if they threw in the other characters as well, they could still do the secret identity thing. What other characters? Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. Miss Marvel, or that is what they're calling her, right? Yeah. Okay. I hope they go with the like pre-Marvel now, Miss Marvel, not the stupid Mohawk Miss Marvel, the stupid like red and blue costume. What do you have against Mohawks? <laughs> she looks so stupid. She's got this weird hairstyle, and her costume sucks. I prefer the old, like, black costume with the yellow S and everything. Does a lot better. I much prefer her old costume. Her new one sucks. But we'll see. Carol. Do you think they'll have a villain in Civil War, though? Or do you think it's just going to be done? That's the thing. I hope they establish that, like, you choose a side. Who do you think's right and who do you think's wrong? Because in the comic, it was straight up, Iron Man is bad, Captain America's good. There was no, like, the side, even though the whole time it was like, oh, who's good or who's bad. Oh, when I read it, it was a lot more from the Iron Man side. Well, yeah, you read You could still clearly tell that it was um, Iron Man was the villain because... They made his choices seem very sketchy, very, but and but then they didn't introduce Captain America's side of the story until later in the story, so you didn't actually know. Yeah, well, at least uh, Frontline did it better, but the main story, it was clearly Captain America's the good guy. Yeah, and uh, Iron Man's the bad guy. There was no like deciding like maybe Iron Man's right. It's like no, Iron Man's not right. Captain America is America and all that. But (laughs) he's Captain America. How are you going to go against him? And I hope they pull that better off in the movie. We'll see. I just don't see how they're going to do the split sides. Because Bruce Banner, I have no idea why he he would, you know, follow Iron Man. Well, he's not. He's he's not going to be in it. Well, here, let me see if I can search Because it's like all the people that would follow Iron Man, they're not going to be in the movie, it seems like. Keep talking. I'm going to search up who is confirmed for Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, just 
the development is the two sides. They're not going to have enough people on one side or the other because otherwise it'll be kind of stupid. Why would... Well, I guess Black Widow will be on Captain America's side. It just feels like everyone's on Captain America's side. Yeah, let's... Let uh, me think about it this way. Who would be on the Iron Man side? Hawkeye might be. Um, Well, no, because Hawkeye... Well, I won't real feeling spoilers for Ultron. Dang it! <laughs> Get into that later. That's what I just You said. know why, though. That's why I believe uh, Captain America, he'd be on Captain America's side. No, I seriously think he would be on Iron Man's side. Well, there's something wrong with it. Oh, yeah, Baron Zemo is confirmed for Civil War, so they got a villain. Baron Zemo's awesome. <laughs> but it makes no sense. There's no need for a villain. Like, is it going to be there conflicting, and then Baron Zemo's like, now's my time to take over America! And so he goes... <laughs> And gets killed in the middle of a civil war. <laughs> yeah, like he ends up in the middle of the two sides. Crap. <laughs> yeah. Like instead of just attacking them when they're out their weakest, he just ends up in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't laugh for that. I'd love to see Baron Zemo come in. That would be cool, though, seeing the two sides fighting each other, but they've also got to take on him and try to stop him. There's no need for that. That's I don't like that because Civil War's already too, like, not enough time what as will, it is. What will Captain America be going underground from, though? A couple of shield agents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we need to hide. Because all the big hitters, like... Are gone out of Civil War because yeah, Captain America could probably just stand there in the middle of the street and wait for uh. them to show. Up. Civil War could be gone, done in like two seconds. Captain America just take everyone out with yeah. his team. Uh, that that wouldn't be so. But I'm still interested to see how Baron Zemo is implemented because I love Baron Zemo. He's an awesome Captain America villain. But the problem is. There's already, like, not enough time for the original Civil War conflict. Cause they only just have one to movie. have him help drive the conflict. What, you think he's going to be, like, whispering in each one's ear? Like, <laughs> Tony called you a dork. <laughs> no, but he might set up events to help lead to Civil War. They could use him that way. Oh, like, like he's sort of the opening villain? Yeah. Oh, okay. I could see that. I really hope they don't, because Baron Zemo is a really good They could have now. one of the heralds like, completely murder him or something, and then that's a big issue, and that's what causes who answers to who. Yeah, I guess. Because they need, like I've been saying, another disaster. Age of Ultron isn't enough. I don't just want to talk about Ultron so much, but we'll still wait like <laughs> a couple more minutes till we get into Ultron. Okay. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about, too. <laughs> uh, Infinity War. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I think, is going to be Infinity War Explained. I think it's just going to be like, here's all the galactic stuff that's coming into Infinity War that you're not going to understand. We'll explain it here. They also need to have an encounter with Thanos, though. That's the only way that Thanos could get the gem from them and it be explained rationally. Isn't the gym with, like, the Nova Corps now? Yeah. Yeah. So he's gonna, like, attack the Nova Corps. That'd be so cool. Like, and then that's how they could introduce Thanos as a villain without the gym, so they could make it seem... Yeah, like, like they don't just bring him in with all the gems. What's special about him? Show him before the gems, and then after the gems, before and after. That, yeah. <laughs> before the gems, after the gems. More gauntlet, less gauntlet. <laughs> But they could um, start him in like the first Infinity War with one or two of the gems, and then have him get the others, and that then in cool. the second Infinity War with all of them. But all the heroes are teaming up against him. 
Yeah, and I'm glad the Russo brothers are directing it, because Joss Whedon can't direct anything dark, at least when it comes to Marvel movies. I don't know about outside Marvel movies. He could Marvel do movies. a couple of seconds worth of dark. <laughs> like, because if any more, it can't be the same tone as the other ones. Because, you know, people die. Everyone dies. Yeah. <laughs> except for two people. So it wouldn't work out. But with Joss Whedon... I wonder if they'll <laughs> introduce Adam Warlock, though. I think they will. But what are they going to introduce him in? Guardians 2? They could actually have him they join easily... up with Guardians in number 2. Yeah. I think that... Yeah, yeah. That would actually work out real well. And then that could be their encounters with Thanos. And that's how they introduce Thanos, Adam Warlock, and the Infinity Gems. They explain everything. They cover their butts. They <laughs> move into Infinity 1. Adam Warlock's trying to unite the Heralds while Thanos is getting all the gems. That could work out. I'm so interested to see how they stop Thanos, because I don't know how they're going to do that. Oh, what happens in the comics is their plan is to have Silver Surfer, him just bolt like at light speed and steal it off of Thanos' hand. you think they'll replace Silver Surfer with? (laughs) No one (laughs) can do what Silver Surfer they had planned for. But Adam Warlock and Doctor Strange were definitely two big characters, because they were the last two living. So I don't... uh... It's going to be interesting to see. I still don't know how they're going to take him down. Oh, they can't take one Infinity Gem, so how are they going to take on (laughs) six? Maybe he'll just use the power one like in the comics. So he only uses the power gem? Maybe. He just needs to touch the planet, though, and everything dies. (laughs) It blows up. They're done. True. It's not a fight. Uh, yeah, maybe he doesn't want to do that, though. I hated how they developed the power gem, touch the planet, and it blows up. Like, if it touches anything, it blows up. They should have made it more like in the comics where it just gives you infinite amounts of power. That's too simple. As you know, Marvel doesn't want to follow the comics. (laughs) Follow the comics. It's Yeah, that would ruin their cinematic universe. Yeah, definitely. Okay, we're going to get into Age of Ultron spoilers now. So leave now if you've not seen Age of Ultron. Spoiler alert, it's the final one. Let's get into it. So... The movie starts off with the Avengers murdering a ton of Hydra agents, which, that's the problem. Oh, no, no, the rest of the Avengers don't only Hulk murders people. You saw Captain America throw a guy into a tree like he they, tumbled. They said only Hulk murdered people. He was the only one conscious about it. He- no, like, that was the only one that, talk- <laughs> that they talked about. Like, yeah. that's the thing, because, you know, in Civ- you were talking about Civil War, maybe they mur- murdered Baron Zemo. That wouldn't work. There's, you know how many people they killed? I'm not saying it was on just But if Hydra they agents, murdered but- them in public, in front of everyone. Oh, I guess. You get the public against them. That's what I'm saying. But anyways, back to Age of Ultron. Yeah, because it was weird. Because like they, Captain America and yeah. everyone was like killing. They all start these off with this huge murder scene, <laughs> and then like Iron Man moves in and just injures everyone inside the castle. It's like you were just killing everyone outside. Well, at least your buddies were. I don't think Iron Man ever did. Yeah. Everyone else was. Maybe Iron Man's like the Batman. And then they <laughs> introduce Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch there with their fake country and their weird accents yeah so they're fighting for the um scepter which they lost again yeah <sighs> wasn't too loki this time at least yeah <laughs> the, but, like the opening action scene was awesome though it yeah. did really well joss whedon's really learned like well he, he knew in avengers one how to like do on rails action scenes it's so cool it looks really good. Then I loved how they developed, um, what was it, Hulk's tone in that? Yeah, that's what I want to get into now. Hulk 
was one of my favorite characters in the movie. He fell a little out of place because he was so much darker than everyone else in the movie. Like, everyone else in the movie was cracking jokes and it was normal, Joss Whedon, you know, that type of tone stuff. But then you have Hulk over here who's battling with the fact that he turns into a monster that kills people and he can't control it. It was like... Whoa, because he'd be, like, freaking whimpering in a corner while the rest of the Avengers are cracking chokes. It's like, I like that they did that, but it felt a little out of place. It definitely was a good thing to do, though, because if they had made um, Hulk all humorous, it wouldn't have (laughs) him as well. Like, in the first, like, it was weird, because the first one, you know, he could control Hulk and everything. He's like, I'm always angry, and he was fine. But this one, no. Well, I guess apparently he still need he still isn't in control. He can just turn into Hulk whenever he wants. Is yeah. what I I kind of did like the clash between him and Black Widow because she offered a balancing factor that yeah. helped develop his darker tone and try to it kind of balanced it off so it didn't get too dark. Yeah. Then she yeah, that was it was interesting to see her being like the Betty of this movie, being able yeah. to calm down the lullaby. <laughs> and Hawkeye finally got justice. Uh, Hawkeye was awesome. He he was probably one of the best characters in that movie, either him or Captain America, but probably him. Yeah, I loved Hawkeye because Hawkeye's one of my favorite characters in the comics, and he was terrible in Avengers 1, but they nailed him here. And my problem is, Joss Whedon tries to make like every character Hawkeye, because Hawkeye's the one who's cracking jokes and everything. In the comics, but instead, they're, uh, Joss Whedon's like, we'll have everyone do that. Well, I'm glad they developed Iron Man that way, but then they developed everyone else that way, and it doesn't feel like they have diverse personalities. They don't clash. They all just kind of fit in right with each other. Yeah, I wish they would have um, kept Iron Man like Iron Man 1, because Iron Man 1 was more like Iron Man in the comics, because Iron Man in the comics is not like Hawkeye, who's constantly cracking shit. Well, he's more like that now. Because they're trying to make it more like the MCU. But before, he wasn't always like that. They made that. it where Iron Man couldn't deal with serious situations. No, because in Iron Man 1, when he's fighting Obadiah, uh, well, Ironmonger, he, like, makes two jokes. And that's it. The entire time, he's just fighting for his life. And so it's actually danger. But instead, in Avengers and everything, it's just constantly, like, there's no sense of danger. I wish they would have approved upon that. The tone was the exact same. Which I thought was going to be different, because the trailer was much darker than yeah. Avengers 1. Which... So- I don't know why I thought it would be different. Well, after Tomorrow. the assault on the castle, they go into a party scene, <laughs> which is what everyone's heard about, the picking up Thor's yeah. hammer. And they introduce Ultron. They introduce him amazingly. Ultron was awesome. When... He was creepy. He was that menacing villain. And then the next scene you see him, he's <laughs> cracking, cracking jokes. jokes. He's a comedian up on stage. Okay, I get the fact that he's going to have Tony Stark's personality, but you didn't even have to do that. They just did it because they wanted to. They could have been like, hey, Ultron's an AI, so he doesn't have Iron Man's personality. Look at um, Iron Man Jarvis. Jarvis tr- doesn't have Iron Man's personality. Iron Man talked to him for three seconds, but he <laughs> equally talked to each of them. And he's, he's had... Um, Jarvis, like, forever and worked on him so many times, but he doesn't have Iron Man's personality. But Ultron, who he had for, like, three seconds, is now all of a sudden the exact same Well, that's same also the thing. Star. He wasn't even there when Ultron was created, so I have no clue why they would have given him his personality. Well, like, because apparently him and Bruce Banner were working on Ultron prior, but they didn't, like, have anything to... But then he should also have Bruce Banner's personality. Yeah. But it was just, I was so mad at how Ultron was done. Because at first he was awesome when he first was introduced. It's like, you know, I had strings and everything. And it Especially was awesome. the battle with Jarvis. That was really cool. Yeah, and he just, t- like, murders Jarvis. That was so cool. And then after that, 
he's just making jokes, and it was, it wasn't. They ruined his character, and then they brought him back towards the end. Yeah, towards the end, that final talk with Vision was awesome. That was a really good. That was probably the best dialogue in the movie. Yeah, it was really good. No, I say Hawkeye's speech to Black Widow was. I mean, not Black Widow. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that speech was really good. Oh, he's yeah. like, we're on a floating, island, a floating island, I've got a bow and arrow, none of this makes sense, but you step straight out that door, and you're an Avenger. That was awesome. Like, yeah, I, I agree, that definitely is a pretty good speech. I don't know, Ultron's final one was good too, though. But they were two different tones. Yeah. I, I, Ultron, another thing about Ultron was, his CGI at parts did not look good. They like um, oh. Anne was saying they made yeah. him too shiny. He looked like he was always in perfect condition. He just came out of the shop. He's had his nails polished. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like the CGI was not good, especially that one part when whole, when uh, Thor is like, "What uh, is that? All you've got?" And he's flying up there. That looked terrible. Yeah, but because in the trailer, I was like, "That looks terrible," but it's just a trailer. Maybe it'll look better in the movie. No, it still looked bad in the movie. <laughs> like the Ultron bots look good. Ultron yeah. so, because the Ultron bots had wear and tear. Ultron always... I guess that's what made the CGI look bad. Like, sometimes Ultron looked fine, but other times he did not look good. I don't know. I felt like Am was saying. They made him seem unrealistic because he never got damage on him. He always looked perfect. True. When he did get damaged, he was still, like, you know, just as clean. Just missing some parts. Ultron... I, I liked Loki much better than Ultron. Loki was Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. They both relied on a giant army to get what they needed done. They both they both did nothing themselves. Hey, not true. Uh, he, he killed Quicksilver. Which I called. Yeah. I called it. So I, the one twist in the movie, I called it because everyone knew. It was, unless Marvel decides to bring Quicksilver back, because oh age. no, he ha- he has fast regeneration <laughs> because he's fast. Which I could see something like that happening. I could it's too. Com- so it's completely possible Ultron really did do nothing. <laughs> it's funny. All because- he did was press a button. Yeah, true. Actually, no, that was one of his bots. Oh, yeah, his bot. Well, remember, he was, he's controlling the bot, so it's him, sort of. Not really. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Ultron was the one with the shiny suit. The problem was, like, everyone knew it was either going to be Quicksilver or Scarlet Witch who was going to die. Yeah. Because I knew someone was going to die because Josh Whedon was mad with the fact that they brought back Coulson when he killed him in Avengers, so I knew someone was going to die in this until Agent of the Shield decided <laughs> to bring Quicksilver again. <laughs> <laughs> Coulson can't catch dead for good. You just can't catch a break. <laughs> No, but I was disappointed Coulson wasn't in the movie at all. They should have had him at least with Nick Fury when he comes in to save the day. Coulson should be the new director. Nick Fury, I felt, was just added on just to add him on. He was a cheerleader, like uh, he, he was Yeah, like that one moment where there was actually some despair in the movie when Scott Johansson's talking to... Uh, he puts an end to it after a yeah, minute. Black Widow and seconds. Captain America are talking, they're like, maybe we won't make it off this rock. And then you see the helicarrier come up, and he's like, no, you won't, you'll be fine. It was like, yeah, Let's well. start getting these people on board. We still have another hour before the rock gets dropped. I don't think Marvel gets the fact that you can have a darker tone and still make it a fun movie. Like, look at Iron Man 1. I just want Iron Man 1's tone back. It was a fun movie, it had a darker tone, it had a sense of danger. I wish each of the movies carried their different tones, though. Like, each character carried their tones from their movies into the Avengers. That would work. 
Yeah, like, because uh, Iron Man 1 had, to me, the only menacing villain throughout all the Marvel movies, because Warmonger, well, Ironmonger, was so, like, menacing and scary. He was awesome. Like, when he, he goes in to the leader of the uh, Ten Rings and talks to him and then brings out that sound device and, like, temporary paralysis to that dude and just kills him. I that would was say awesome. Ronan was a menacing villain, but he oh, was Ronan in it. was terrible. For, he was in it for like two seconds, and he just hits a couple of people, and then he tries placing something on a planet. He could have been super menacing. He, also, if they had a lot of other villains. Fight. What about the dance fight? That doesn't count. <laughs> that wasn't a fight. It was a dance off. <laughs> Yeah, that shows uh, you how menacing the Marvel villains are. Vision, was. he was amazing the entire time. He was? Yeah, yeah, Vision was pretty cool. <laughs> he said he was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you saw the movie too. I was a little out of it. Vision was cool, yeah. Like, that was probably my favorite scene in the entire movie was when Vision first shows up, and they're like all fighting, and Vision shows up, and they have that whole talk. Yeah. Then it was hilarious when he was able to pick up the hammer, and I was like, what the... That fight between them gave you the perfect taste of Civil War. Like, yeah. They each had each other at the point where they could do something, but they're right before they engage in that final battle. And then Tony Stark shoots Captain America, and you're thinking, this is going to get there, but then Thor breaks it up. Yeah, when, this, when that happened, I was like, what's the point of Civil War? I'm going to watch him fight now. But then I was like, oh, okay. That was a great <laughs> tease, though, because then you're waiting for Civil War. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, Civil War. I can't wait to see them fight Iron Man and Captain America. That's going to be so cool. Yeah, I just wonder if they're going to have them do a solo fight, or if it's going to be everybody fighting everybody. I don't know. Like, I think they'll have their own fight where it's just them two. That would be cool. But how that they arrange that, I don't know. Yeah. Or they could just have them two fight, and then everyone else surround them and fight. Yeah, but it was all, um, back to Age of Ultron. <laughs> Vision, we were talking about how he's awesome. Yeah. I like how he just takes on, like, Thor's cape and stuff. Thor's just staring at yeah, him, he like, looks what at are him. you doing? Yeah, I'm the only one on this team with a cape. <laughs> not anymore. Vision was really cool. I love the fact that Paul Bettany, who had not played anything Avengers, but, you know, uh, Jarvis just jumped in, was automatically on their level. He was so, he, was, he did really good acting-wise. Yeah, he did. I love and I love Vision. He was so good. A lot of people are saying they're like Vision's their new favorite Avenger. <laughs> he wasn't in it long enough to be yeah. a new favorite. He just had some awesome scenes. Yeah, he's really cool though. And like the final plan, I got the whole point of extinction by you know meteors, Dakota dinosaurs, and all that stuff. And uh, so he was trying to make a giant meteor to kill everyone. But it just looked stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna lift the city up. At first, what I thought was gonna happen was I thought it was gonna be Secret Wars. I thought he was gonna get like a couple inches off the ground, drop it, and then like like they were gonna make him drop it, and then Hulk was gonna hold it. You know, like Secret Wars. I like that'd be. <laughs> well, my dog just sneezed. Anyway, <laughs> I just sneezed again. Bless you, Abby. <laughs> Anyways, that would have been cool. That's what I thought might happen. Like a throwback to Secret Wars. See, I thought they were gonna do something like that where Hulk and Thor and all of them were trying to hold it up or whatever. Yeah. But then it turns out, no, they just His... evaporate the asteroid. <laughs> my, my problem was, like, it seemed like a plan a two-year-old could come up with. Like, I'm going to take something heavy and drop it on and the And then Earth. the plan that they come up with to stop it is so much more complicated. You mean get every single person off of there? It was way too squeaky clean. Like, it, it didn't even seem even close to anything like real world. 
how they're able to get every single person when up. has Avengers ever seemed real world? <laughs> like, they don't necessarily have to, but it would have been nice for at least one person to die or something to Quick show Silver. there are consequences. Yeah, well, it's like, like, they didn't even do Quicksilver's death very good. Like, it was pathetic. Days of Future Past Quicksilver would have kicked the crap out of this Quicksilver. Because this Quicksilver had a problem with bullets. Days of Future Past Quicksilver just moved them all out of the way. Yeah. But Quicksilver was done better than I thought he was going to be, but he still was not even close to Days of Future Past Quicksilver. That's why they killed him. They knew they couldn't even come close <laughs> to that. They're like, we're just not even going to try. We'll just we'll just have him be good in it, and then we'll kill him off. <laughs> yeah, which he was good throughout it. I would have liked to see that as the start of the sides for Civil War, though. Um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver on Captain America as well. well Iron Quicksilver's Man. dead. <laughs> I'm saying I would have liked to see it. And then Iron Man with um, Bruce Banner and Hawkeye. Well, Bruce Banner's in Fiji. I know, I'm (laughs) just saying, those would have been cool sides to start the development. Well, we saw that Hawkeye is a hero, and the way Hawkeye is, he would not go on Iron Man's side. Well, he was on Iron Man's side, though, during that. No, because he was out of it. He just saw Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, so he shot, remember? He wasn't in that room. that's true. He just attacked because he was like, oh, it's the people that were trying to kill us earlier. I'm going (laughs) to fight them. And so... Which I guess for all he knew is that that's the reason a fight was going on up there. (laughs) I love the banter between Quicksilver and uh, Hawkeye. So you didn't see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) That, That was really good. And, again, Ultron just was so disappointing because all the reviewers were like, he's an amazing villain, Marvel finally stepped it up. I was like, okay. And then when he first appeared, he was awesome, and the rest, no. He, he didn't have that menacing appearance. It's like he he was a child with a temper tantrum. Yeah. Which, they're sort of making Ultron now in the comics because the whole thing, it's like, Hank Pam was my father, but he's... He's still more menacing than this guy. Like, it, in the Age of Ultron comic, which was super weird, <laughs> he ends up killing everyone, but then Wolverine goes back in time and kills Hank Pym, and mm-hmm. through that, a whole new world is made, and it's weird because, like, all the future's weird with Hank Pym being dead. So then Wolverine goes back in time and stops his old self from killing so Hank Pym. So what does Hank Pym do that changes the world other than create an Ultron? I don't know, apparently <laughs> a lot, because by killing him... It, it was weird. It, well, because there, apparently there's like security tapes of him killing him, so everyone like knew. I think that's what happened. So what? Uh, Wolverine's wanted again. Uh, <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's been a little while since I've read it. Yeah, it was weird. That has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, the movie is nothing like that. It wasn't even anything like Rage of Ultron. The whole point of Rage of Ultron was so that way you could have something that was somewhat connected to Age of Ultron, the movie. I don't even know why they chose Age of Ultron. Well, when they mentioned he has rage, it's like not a reference to the comics or anything. Nope, Rage of Ultron. But Ultron, he's just so disappointed. (laughs) I thought it was hilarious how they're doing an analysis on dead Jarvis. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they could tell that he had rage because he murdered this computer (laughs) program. (laughs) Like, so much rage. Have they analyzed other murdered computers? Maybe. I don't know. I robot with Vicky and everything. But, like, this felt just a rehash of Avengers 1. That was my problem. It felt way too much like Avengers 1. I felt like it was that, but then the, the action, they definitely stepped up the game on that. Um, yeah, which is not a thing. They it, had better character development. Yeah. But the story, it didn't It was change. like the same as Avengers 1. Avengers 1's story wasn't good either. 
Like It's like, rely on an army to do your work. Except the only difference was, instead of letting an army in, he was trying to drop something <laughs> on people. he already had his army. It was like, people complain about Man of Steel having too much action, not enough time to breathe. This had at least twice the amount of action as Man of Steel. At least it felt like it. And, um, like, no one's complaining about that. Granted, this isn't getting as high as ratings as Avengers 1 did, but still got, like, a certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, like, a yeah. 70, I think. I don't know why people are accepting of this action, but not Man of Steel's. Because it's people, Marvel, and everyone loves Marvel. It's the parents. They're like, oh, no, it's so dark in Man of Steel. Somebody dies. Our children can't watch us. This action's horrible. It's another thing. Avengers 1... No one died, at least you'd think so. But then in Daredevil, there's a newspaper clipping that shows hundreds die in New York attack. You would not have known that from Avengers 1. It looked like everyone was fine. Every person that was around them, they saved. They can't save everyone. They're not around everyone. <laughs> it looks like everyone and was they're not going to show the camera they where they saved everyone in, like, uh, Age of Ultron. When Captain America was holding that... That's a sad that, thing. It's a city filled with millions and only hundreds die. <laughs> Those villains suck. They did. Like when uh, when Captain America was holding that car off the bridge and it dropped, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then Thor came and saved him. I was like, "Well, yeah, yep." <laughs> it would have been awesome to see that fall and Captain America go into rage mode and like just start murdering the Ultron bots. Yeah, I'm not saying like you don't have to make this dark, depressing or anything. Just have there be consequences. Like there are consequences, but, but not in these known movies for their happy endings. Just look at Iron Man One and Incredible Hulk. Those tones were great. But this, it's still just like... Or Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier had a better tone, just like no twist I'm glad they added in more than the Avengers, but I wish they hadn't just added in War Machine. Yeah. He was a bit out of place, too. Well, yeah. I, I would have preferred Falcon. Like, I like Falcon better than War Machine, but it still worked out all right. But, yeah, um, this will be a story to tell about. Yeah, it's like, I I love the carried out jokes that they have throughout the movie. Yeah, it's like, gosh darn it, guys, don't use that type of language. <laughs> it's like I said that once. <laughs> that was it hilarious. just slipped out. <laughs> yeah, the comedy, as always, was great. Joss Whedon like nails that. Yeah. He just needs less of it. That's the problem. I'm glad the Russo brothers are directing the next one. Could you imagine a Joss Whedon directed Infinity War? No one would die ever. <laughs> I liked when they had Scarlet Witch. Her power to make people see their worst fears overall was, <laughs> was pretty stupid. Yeah, like but, that was one of the parts I d- I didn't like about the movie was because it felt a I didn't bit see too many. how dancing was everybody's worst. Fear. Yeah, that's, that's what we were literally talking about when we <laughs> came a- straight out of the theater. Every single person's fear involved dancing. Like, um, what was it, Scarlet Witch? Yeah, not Scarlet Witch. Black Widow was the whole uh, ballerina thing, which, you know, is connected to her origin. And then Thor, there was dancing behind hit, um, Idris Elba when Idris Elba was talking to him. And Captain America, there was dancing there. Only with person who didn't have dancing was Tony Stark, but that was at a separate part. Yeah. Which his um, vision was actually really cool. Oh, it was like Infinity War! It looked just like the Infinity Gauntlet. It, it so looks cool. like everybody's murdered except for him and he's still like barely alive or whatever and then you see them on the asteroid looking down on earth and you're just thinking thanos did this yeah that's what i was saying it was so cool i loved it but that did not carry out the rest of the movie anything like that sadly (laughs) 
thing was, like, the thing that they really repeated throughout uh, this from Avengers 1 was Avengers 1 it was like, okay, they're joined together, but they can't work together as a team because they're new. But then Coulson dies, it's like, okay, we're together as a team now because Coulson died. And this, it's like, okay, they're working as a well-functioning team. Well, then it turns out Tony Stark created Ultron, so now they hate him and everyone's like, all dismantled again. But then Vision comes in and they join back together as a team. It's like, that's literally repeating Avengers 1. Yeah, they rip, they they are working together, then they're torn apart because they lose a battle. I guess they've never lost a battle. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> and then, um... It, it was just... Pr- the story was, again, like... Avengers 1, I loved Avengers 1, but not because of the story. Like, the characters were great and the fights were awesome. The story was literally still the Tesseract open a portal. Like, I feel like Joss Whedon went in front of the Disney guys, which I imagine are set up like the Jedi Council. And just went <laughs> to talk to him. It's like... Hey, imagine this. Loki mind controls a bunch of people, goes to open a portal during this. The Avengers aren't working together. Then a guy dies, and now they work together. And then aliens come in, and then all the aliens die Phantom Menace style. And that's the end of the movie. And we make billions. (laughs) And Marvel's just like, brilliant. (laughs) The bot was not good at all for that movie. Well, I mean, it wasn't really for Age of Ultron, but that's the thing. The characters are so good. That's why it's like, imagine if there was a good story for it, how amazing Avengers 1 would be. Because it's already great without a good story. Both of those movies would have topped any other if they had a good story. Character development-wise, they did amazing, but that just didn't hold story-wise. Oh, yeah, the plot was bad. <laughs> if, they held, if they did as good as they did on character development for a story, that would have just made the movie. Yeah, it's where Ultron's plot was. Tony Stark created Ultron, and then Ultron tries to drop a big piece of rock on the Which planet. I understand the fact that he wants to annihilate humans to make yeah. peace for the world. That makes perfect sense. Well, <laughs> it's just the way he goes about it doesn't make sense. Like, uh, Why doesn't he just, like, take over nuclear missiles? If Jarvis is protecting the U.S. as use Russia's, they have more anyways. Maybe. Well, he said, like, he wanted humans to evolve. Maybe he can't evolve from nuclear missiles. Yeah, but he he was gonna crush them with an asteroid that lead to their extinction. But I, I he said either they evolve fast enough or they die. Yeah, and he didn't give them much time. <laughs> he yeah. gave them like a week. <laughs> that Doesn't evolution take billions and billions of years? Apparently, but <laughs> yeah. So they have a week. He could have just used missiles and ended it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just so... That, that's the other thing about Ultron is he was connected to the internet, but he never thought of downloading himself to a server or something and staying on there so that if he ever did lose connection... Yeah. Like, you think that that's probably where he is at the end of the movie, even though it seems like, oh, well, Vision destroyed the last Ultron. He had to have moved somewhere else. I almost feel like a Vision might have not destroyed him. He said he didn't want to destroy him, and he didn't exactly need to destroy him there. True. Well, remember, he lunged at him, so he gave him a reason. But, I, I don't know, though, because, what was it? Was that the soul or mind gem? It was the mind gem. Okay, because, in, sure. I remember in the comics, the soul gem, that can, like, put people inside of it. So I don't know if he had done that with Ultron or something. Yeah, like, also, there was no Ultron fight that was, like, no big Ultron fight. Every time they fought Ultron, they had a plan, so there was no, again, no sense of danger. I don't know, I like the Captain America vs. Ultron one. That was probably the best Ultron fight. That was cool. But the rest of them, like, when Iron Man fights him, when they're all fighting inside the ship with, uh, mm-hmm. with Claw and everything, it was just, like, he just completely tears apart Ultron. Then when Ultron takes Thor and he's beating on Thor, and Thor's like, Oh, I'm running out of things to say! Vision comes, like, they had a plan to beat him there, too. 
They constantly had a plan, and there was never any sense of danger for Ultron. I could have seen them playing catch with the something. hammer and just, like, throwing it through <laughs> <Yeah>. Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> just back and forth. Creating more holes. <laughs> that was just disappointing. So, what are your overall thoughts on Age of um, Ultron? It was good, not great, definitely worth seeing. Yeah. Um, don't come in with high expectations, you'll enjoy it more. That's my problem. There's plenty of comedy if you want to laugh. Yeah. Um, the one thing that they, it feels it was lacking is probably, something's felt out of place. Yeah, like, like Hulk. Yeah. But, yeah, well, Hulk was still really good. It just... And Ultron being a super genius, but not being able to come up more than... What did he even need the vibranium for, for dropping it? He needed it for his body, but apparently his body didn't do nothing. Like, he just got it beat up. It was broken by three lasers. I just realized Yeah, yeah, that. remember? Yeah, I forgot. Even though Captain America has been, like, pounded on by uh, Thor's hammer. Isn't, like, did he use the vibranium for, what's it called, Vision's body, didn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. He used it for that and for his own body. So. <laughs> it just broke. That's what, that's what or wait, make did sense. he use it on his own body? Well, I mean, he had a ton of it. It wasn't all used on Vision. That's what I was wondering, what he needed all that vibranium for. Yeah, because he stole all of it, and there's no point in having um. Okay, anyway, so beyond a few plot gaps. <laughs> uh, yeah, my overall thoughts are, again, I t- I've said on Twitter as soon as I can on the movie, good, not great. It's I'd say it's on par with Avengers. I probably like Avengers 1 a little bit better. I think I like this one a little better. Yeah, like, they're both really good. But anyways, I'd say it's good. Definitely worth seeing because, you know, it's better than anything else I've seen this year. <laughs> That's not saying much. <laughs> it was still good. It's Iron Man One's definitely still my favorite Marvel movie, though. I like Wonder Soldier better than this too. I don't. I think Age of Ultron's fine. But yeah, overall, like it'll make you laugh. The fight scenes are awesome. Just there's no again same as like Last Avengers. There's no plot twists, and uh, there's no sense of danger. Yeah, which is every Marvel movie. So if you enjoy the others, you'll but, enjoy this. True, but at least like Iron Man 1, Winter Soldier, and Incredible Hulk had more That's, of a sense of you danger. You named three movies. <laughs> <of> like <laughs> <laughs> But those are so If you enjoy most Marvel movies, you'll enjoy them. True. Even if you don't, you might enjoy it. No. <laughs> Not if you like hated Avengers. But anyways, guys in the podcast now. You find me on Twitter at the underscore RCBG. And thank you guys for listening.